this Saturday, June 3rd, at the Exit the Apple Art Space, in regardless to eclectic a comedy variety show starring some of Baltimore's greatest comedic talent. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host. Mark Scalia, how are you guys? It's been a couple weeks since I've seen you, and it's been a couple weeks since you've heard me, but if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you're listening one of three ways through my website, markscalia.com, and check out more of that site, because I'm constantly updating the calendar. Just put a bunch of new dates in today, and uh, you can check out and come see me. I love when you do that. And the second way you can listen is if you want to be more participant, and you're listening to that speaker box, just click it, and that will send, send that will send that will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R dot com. And then you can sign on using a Facebook address, and then you can be part of our live chat. And the third way you can listen is if you cannot listen live, because that's how we broadcast live on Wednesdays, most of the time. So you can listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show available through iTunes. And as I always do with the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? Past that. When? Just now. We're it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. I'm a little distracted tonight, and our listening audience is a little lower. The numbers are a little lower than we usually get, only for one reason. The Bruins are in Game 7 against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I've got the game kind of going video-wise, and I'm looking for the scores, and it's been an intense game. Uh, the Bruins, both teams are not playing great, but for some reason the score is like 4-3 to three, uh, Toronto's favor, which is sucky because I'm a Bees fan. So, but hopefully they'll change it. I'll be announcing scores. And if I seem a little distracted, I've got one eye on my, I've actually got one on my monitor, one eye in the external monitor, one eye in the laptop, and I've got one eye on the phone watching the game uh, live. Well, it's slightly delayed, much like this show. It's on a slight delay. So a lot has been going on because we've been off air for a couple weeks. I took last week off and, uh, the world is fucking crazy. First of all, like I said, we're in Bra- uh, Bruins playing Game Seven, so I've been watching that. This should never have gone seven games. It really shouldn't have. It should have been over in five games. Realistically, it could have been over in four. You know, but you know, Toronto's just fighting back, and Bruins are getting a little sloppy. But that's fine. And the weather is finally stabilized. I think somehow. 
maybe a little stable because uh, it's supposed to be 80 degrees tomorrow or 75 degrees tomorrow. Raining right now. So, you know, spring, I guess, is finally here, hopefully, you know, but how long are we going to get it? I don't know. Oh, good. Jason just joined it. Well, he's in Vermont, so he can't watch the game. Well, he can't watch the game. Whatever. So the weather should stabilize, which is kind of good. And I'm looking forward to that because the more I, the, the more the days go on, the more I'm like, okay, good. Maybe we'll get some more weather and the better weather. And it's hard because, I mean, I suffer from seasonal depression anyway. And this has just been an incredibly long winter. And not so much incredibly long winter, just shitty weather and so it's hard to it's hard to what is it i don't watch sports ball <laughs> well you're good because this is a puck so it's much different it's a puck so hopefully the weather will, will stabilize a little bit more um because I'm, i I want to look forward to things i mean i've like i said i suffer from seasonal depression but the past few weeks have been very very difficult and i can't find motivation i can't seem to get motivated I don't know if it's just the weather, if it's me, or if it's just, you know, because I'm turning 50 soon and I have given up. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, and I try, my wife tries to motivate me and tries to get me going. And it's just, it's so hard. It's just, it's just incredibly difficult to stay motivated. So I, that's, you know, but I'm booking shows. What's this? I need a poker game. We played last night, as a matter of fact, which... I was I actually looked forward. I played some poker last night with my buddies. We haven't played in months and finally got together. We finally got four guys to get together. Played a little poker. I was a little excited. Uh, had a few drinks. Had chips, fucking beer, and the whole thing. I was the first one out. I, <laughs> I was too excited. I overplayed. I shot my wad early. Invite me. I'm in the area all the time. Hey, it's a, you know something? We'll put you on the text, Jason, because you've got to, you know, We'll put you on the text. We gotta have you play poker, cause it's it, you know it's just guys getting together and doing nothing. Oh, and Lackey just joined us. Thank you, Lackey. So the Bruins are still four to three, and uh, Toronto's fucking winning. But you know, and you, you feel bad for Toronto because of the bus crash they had in Canada, killed fucking fourteen students on the way to a hockey game, on the way to a championship, and fuck, you know. And then there was a, a big shooting, not even a shooting. Like, uh, there was a, a bus um, and a van crashed into something, and the guy took out a cell phone, and he was trying to, sh- like, make like he was shooting the cop. And I'm like, only in Canada will the guy not get shot. Because in the United States, he would have got shot like a motherfucker. Just, hey, I pulled something on me, so I shot him. <laughs> so I've been trying to get motivated. The variety show at Deacon Giles uh, Distillery coming up in a few weeks I'm looking forward to that. Still doing a lot of the games. Looking forward to it. it. There's a lot of buzz about it, but it's one of these things that you don't, like, we, we're kind of conditioned to things are popular if they've got 100 million views or if everybody chats about it on Facebook or it's got, you know, all these tweets and blah, blah, blah. So, but everybody I talk to, because, because that's where we are now. And that's why I hate Facebook so much, and I'll get to that in a minute. But everybody's talking. Like, the people I talk to are very excited about it, and they're looking forward to it. And people are just like, yeah, let's do this. But on Facebook, there's, like, no responses. And that's why I fucking hate Facebook. I hate it. It is, it's completely gone the other way now. And it's just, I, I wish you could, we could get rid of it. Like, get rid of it completely. It's, 
Oh my God, has it become pa- oh my God, yeah, it's completely passive aggressive. And it's it's this whole thing where everybody's just talking about how popular they are. And like, here's the thing. I'm a comic, I work as an actor, and I I go through the feed. I don't post a lot. I post, you know, when I when I, when something's going on with me, I post. But there are people that post every day, three, four, five times a day. But I just I'm sick of people bragging about what they're fucking doing. I just hate it. You know, and maybe that's part of the reason I can't get motivated because everybody's everybody's got a show, everybody's got a deal, everybody's got heat, everybody's got buzz, everybody's got the... And I'm like, if there's so many fucking thing, what is it, new studies show people that post often on Facebook are lonely. Here's the thing. I actually, I read something like that. If you post on Facebook, you're actually, you you are a little bit, you're, you're having more fun, I guess, or you're more enjoyable. They are statistically lonelier people because they have to tell about this thing. But if you post on Facebook... You actually like social media, but if you just read, but if you just read Facebook, you're more, you get more depressed, which (laughs) fuck fucking Zuckerberg. And he fucking sold everything. And he went in front of the Congress. And here's the thing. Somebody who invented Facebook is trying to talk to people who could never program their fucking VCR. (laughs) Uh, Jason just said, I think it's true. I used to post a lot when I was less happy. Now that I'm happier, I don't use Facebook. I'm telling you, it's exactly that. Like, I want to get rid of it, but I actually can't because I'm a comic. I have to, I have to keep it. It's, you know, it's, I hope it just goes the other way. I hope it really goes to the point where we can just fucking talk to fucking each other. So here's the other thing. Um, my wife, we want to do. We went to a birthday party. I had uh, Saturday night off, which I never get Saturdays off. I had Saturday. What is this? Uh, I just go there to read posts from Freak Nuggets. <laughs> I just don't read anybody's fucking post anymore. But my wife, we a friend of ours, a neighbor, had a birthday party, turned forty, and I had Saturday night off, so I went to the party, which you know, I, and it was nice. It was, and I was looking around, going, "Is this what people do?" Because I'm always working. On, on the week, on the nights. So when people go out and party, I'm like, it's like I've stepped into a different fucking culture. I have no idea. And again, they're probably freak nuggets, which I love the term freak nuggets, by the way, like, that's a great term. Are you a freak nugget? <laughs> no, I'm a whole biscuit. I'm a freak biscuit, maybe. It's a bigger nugget. But being social with real people, it's insane that people don't do it anymore. And... Like, I'm not a big fan of people, but I like, like, I don't want to talk to a person 90% of the time. But when I want to talk to a person, I really want to talk to a fucking person. Like, I have to. I just have to. And speaking of talking to people, um, my wife and I, we, we have, we always have all this extra stuff and things we have and blah, blah, blah. So we're deciding to have a yard sale, but... My wife, being the social butterfly she is, we just don't have a yard sale. We have a neighborhood yard sale. So my house, our direct next-door neighbor, the neighbor on the other side of her uh, or them, across the street, people who used to be our neighbors. Now, (laughs) there's going to be like a five-family fucking yard sale on Sunday. And here's the thing. I sell a lot of old electronics and software, so I make like 300 bucks every time we have a fucking yard sale. And, you know, it's, and everyone's like, we have to put up posters. And I'm like, oh, 
Because my wife's like, we have to have eight posters. I'm like, why eight? She goes, two here, four here, three here. And I'm like, oh, good good for you. Good. Just do it. I don't, I don't want to be part of that process. I don't want to be any part of that noise. <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually, maybe, I mean, maybe I'm looking forward to that. The other thing I'm looking forward to, because you guys maybe know, maybe you remember, maybe you don't know. Huge Marvel fan. Fucking huge. Huge. I'm going to go see Infinity War this Friday. And every theater I've checked out, and I live in the North Shore, all the theaters I've checked out, and they're showing it on like four theaters at various times, IMAX, digital, blah, blah, like everything. They're mostly sold out, which I'm like, I've, I've never seen that. Because usually I go on a Friday and nobody fucks with me. I just go on a Friday, first showing, boom, boom, boom. There's a bunch of people there, but there's not a ton of people. This one, everybody sold out. Like, people have taken the day off to go see this movie, which I understand. I'm, I'm hot about it. It's been 10 years in the making. 17 fucking movies about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, all that coalescing with the fight against Thanos. I mean, it's the fucking, it's going to be the movie. Like, and I, I loved Age of Ultron, Civil War, you know, blah, blah, blah. I got really excited. But this, like, the, I watched the trailer, and I get an erection. And I can't fucking, and my wife's like, maybe I shouldn't make a trailer. <laughs> I'm like, maybe you should. <laughs> but I'm totally looking forward to it. My God, it's going to be amazing. So I have to go to an 8.30 show, 8.30 on a Friday, because it's the only way I can get tickets. And I have to drive to Somerville, which is, you know, not bad, but it's still like 15 miles away. I can't go to a four, you know, a theater five miles away. I got to go to fucking something 15 miles away. But I'm totally looking forward to it. So that's all the good news. Now, we come to the part of the show where I had hoped I wouldn't have to do it, but it seems like I always have to do it. It's been two weeks. Another White House update. The American dream is dead. I can only say this, there was absolutely no collusion. Everybody knows it. I will be the greatest jobs president that God ever created. You're all fired. Another two weeks have gone by since I've done the show. And I was thinking, no, no fucking way. But here's, I will do a little statistical analysis. I finally did some research. The turnover in the first year of other presidents have been George W. Bush, 6%. Herbert Walker Bush, 7%. Obama, 9%. Clinton, 11%. Reagan, 17%. And the Donald, 34%. In the first year. A fuck. <laughs> now, we're a year and four months into it, so it's a little more than a year. So, But if you're still playing at home, I don't even know. We've lost count. I think it's 23. Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, number 25. This last April 3rd, Michael Anton, he met his end. No more. The big firing. <laughs> Fuck. Number 24. 
God, I mean, I go through clients, but I don't go through clients like this. Ugh. Anyway, nothing going on. So here's what I'm going to do. Oh, by the way, still four to three. <laughs> NA. Nothing going on for that. I, I don't get it. I just, you know. Anyway, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to keep this show on point because last year, last week I was like 30 minutes in before I took the first break and then it was like bum bum and I was rushing and blah, blah, blah. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our first break. I'm going to reconvene with you in about two minutes. You are listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. His aloofness has been described as apathetic. He doesn't lean left or right. His Facebook status is whatever. He once had a three-hour conversation with a woman and only said three words in the last minute. He is the most uninterested man in the world. I don't often drink beer. I don't really care what I drink. Stay thirsty, my friends. It's time for another weak inspiration. Remember that fighting never solves anything. So just kill whatever you want to fight. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! You're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Still Bruins down one, Toronto four to three. And they're in the Bruins zone. It's not fucking good. It's just they're playing sloppy in the second period. It's just, it's terrible. And the Bruins have outshot them 25 to 14. That's the sickening part. 25 to 14 on the shots. I don't know if you guys, you know, not big Bruins fans or hockey fans, but fuck. Just sloppy. So here's what I'm going to do. Let's pass a little time. we got a couple listeners. Jason has signed on. Lackey signed on. I'll tell you what. Let me check out my analytics. Ooh, five people listening through my website. Hey, guys, if you want to be part of this game, you got to sign on, brother. So here's what we're going to do. I am going to play. Let me get it back here. I haven't played this game in so long, and I didn't realize that I still had games to play. We're going to play a little How Do You Take Direction. How do you take direction? This is a game I've not played this in so long, and we're gonna we're gonna have fun with it tonight. Here's what I do: I play you the theme. I think it's a theme. I'm because yeah, I haven't played in so long. I think I'm gonna play you a clip. Is that how that works? Yes, it's a clip. Okay, so okay. <laughs> that's how long it's been because I don't even I'm familiar with the game. I'm gonna play you a clip from a movie. You have to. One, identify the movie, and then identify the director 
of the movie. It's a double whammy. I will do horribly at this. <laughs> well, Lackey, I'm sure you're going to do fine because Jason's high most of the time. Uh, cra- oh, oh cra- see, cracks knuckles and smokes weed. That's what he said. <laughs> How about the first one? This one's tricky. I wish my bitches hurry up and get here. I ain't got no time to be sitting inside this cell with you. What is your bitches, Mr. Big Time Pimp? Yeah. Didn't I tell you that the phone in my limousine is busted and I can't get in contact with my bitches? Yeah, the phone in the limo is busted. What are you, ignorant? <laughs> hey, look, sit down, all right? It ain't cool being no jive, jive turkey. turkey is so close, so to, close to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Jason, Trading Places is the correct movie. Uh, Lackey said 48 hours. No, it's Trading Places. Big Mama's house. No, it's Eddie Murphy, not Martin Lawrence. <laughs> it's Jennifer Lawrence. That's Big Mama's house. <laughs> it's very, it's strange who directed Trading Places. And you don't normally associate this director with comedy. That's why it's 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 one of the trickier ones. Right now, you're all fucking Googling it. I know you are. But the first person who types it in, and I know people are going to be listening to the podcast, and they'll be like, oh, I got this one. <laughs> and they're like, I didn't have to Google it. But yes, trading places is correct. I'm too high to Google. <laughs> well, you know something? Here's what I might do. Uh, Jason, you got to get it right. But I, I can give you this so far. I am a director. You got the movie right. John Landis. Oh, I may have to. Oh, and then Jason did it half a beat afterwards. I don't know. I may have to split that decision. <laughs> yeah, but. I couldn't direct the scene. I broke down in tears. <laughs> you know, some. Let's call that one a draw because it's going to be a lot more. Okay. You, you know, some. I got four tonight, so we might have to do it. How about this one? Here's to the Army and Navy and the battles they have won. Because to America's colors, the colors are never run. One of my favorite movies. the wings of liberty never lose a feather. Ah. <sighs> feel pretty good. <laughs> and I'm not, uh, not scared at all. I yeah, just feel kind, kind of, of uh, invincible. Feel it, kind of invincible. Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. Now, who directed Big Trouble in Little China? And again... Horror movie director. And I love that. It's one It's one of my favorite movies. I absolutely love it. John Carpenter is correct, Jason. Uh, how about this one? Oh, wait a minute. Let's give you a correct answer first. I am a director. You got that one right. So, so far, I'm going to void the first one because it's a draw. And draws don't count. We don't do it. Yes, draws don't count. So, Jason, you got the first one. Very tricky indeed. This, again... One of my favorite movies. Call it, Captain. All right, listen up. I just played it. we can close that portal, our priority is containment. Barton, I want you on that roof. Eyes on everything. Call out patterns and strays. It's tricky, though. It's tricky. Anything gets more than three blocks out, you turn it back or you turn it to ash. Can you give me a lift? Right. Better clench up, Legolas. Stargate. What the fuck? I just just played Thor, you got to try and bottleneck that portal. Slow him down. Stargate. You got the lightning. Light the bastards up. Insane. You and me, we stay here on the ground. We keep the fighting here. And Hulk. <sighs> Smash. It is. It's Avengers. Yes, it is Avengers. There's too many ends in Avengers. <laughs> yes, but who is the director of the Avengers? 
Now, Jason, so far you got it. All you got to do is put the other one in. Uh, oh, Josh Whedon. Lackey caught up. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Not Matt Damon either. My wife is just chiming in. <laughs> Matt fucking Damon. You're thinking of Rounders, and he didn't direct that either. No, you know something? I'm going to give this to Lackey because it's the, it's called the director's game. How do you take direction? And Lackey should get it. I am a director. Fucking Kim Kardashian. She couldn't direct anything. This is a Kardashian-free zone. <laughs> All right. Let's see if we can break it up with this one. You have a great gift for Ryan. Yes, yes. Sorry, Dad. Enough of that. Pussy, are there rocks ahead? If they are, we'll be dead. dead. No more rhymes now. I mean it. Anybody, Anybody want, want a peanut? peanut? <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> That's a little tricky. The Princess Bride is correct. Who directed The Princess Bride? Your wife, Yellow Well, too tired to write. Yeah, no, Karen's having a conversation with the listeners. She's not even playing the game. <laughs> Uh, Rob Reiner, holy jumping dog shit, Batman. I am a director. Jason is sweeping this game so far. And the very last one, because I never want to play this game again. <laughs> tricky, tricky. My father is Sir Thomas Chapman. Is that a lord? A kind of lord. Then when he dies, you too will be a lord. No. Ah. Uh, you have an elder brother. No. But then, I do not understand this. Your father's name is Chapman. Ali. He didn't marry my mother. I see. I'm sorry. It seems to me that you are free to choose your own name then. That one's super tricky. If you could hear the, the actor's voice... I'll th I might play that again. It's a little long, but I'll play it again. My father is Sir Thomas Chapman. Is that a lord? A kind of lord. Then when he dies, you too will be a lord. <laughs> Not I, Tonya. No. What the fuck is wrong with ah, you, Lackey? You have an elder brother. Uh, fucking I, Tonya. But then, I do not understand this. Your father's name is Chapman. Ali. He didn't marry my mother. I see. I'm sorry. It seems to me that you are free to choose your own name then. Yeah, all right. Now, I played it twice. It is Lawrence of Arabia. It is. That is correct, Jason. Now, who directed Lawrence of Arabia? David fucking Lean. I am a director. Correct. Jason swept this game. See, maybe drugs are the way to go. And maybe, I know Mr. Mackey says drugs are bad, but maybe all drugs aren't bad. That one took a while to click. <laughs> I would have Googled it. I Googled it to get it in here. So you get that one completely right. What is this? Uh, we call it medicine around here, dude. <laughs> Nice job, Mr. Hat. <laughs> well, that's Mr. Garrison. Anyway, now you can Google the director. <laughs> you can't Google the movie title, but you can Google the director. You can Google anything you want, really. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take our second break because we're right on schedule. Oh, wait a minute. 
Oh, Kim did join. Hey, by the way, I don't know if you guys know, i almost positive. Kim Santo, today is, today is her birthday, right? Is it your birthday? <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Kind of a depressing Happy song. <laughs> Actually, Kim's turning 40, so she may get this, though. Go, 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 shorty. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a card like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give a fuck. It's not your birthday. You'll find me in the <laughs> That's the 50 Cent version. And I love this one, though. Once a year we celebrate with stupid hats and plastic plates The fact that you were able to make another trip around the sun And the whole clan gathers round and gifts and laughter do abound And we let out a joyful sound and sing that stupid song Everybody! Happy birthday! Now you're one year older Happy birthday! Your life still isn't over Happy birthday! You did not accomplish much But you didn't die this year, I guess that's good enough <laughs> Oh, 40. Oh, you know, I'll be 50 in a couple months and I don't care anymore. I just don't. I don't care. I don't. My wife asked me that today. She goes, uh, what happened to the hottie I married? And I went, that was like fucking 18 years ago. What the fuck? What do you think? Time stands still? I go, you're so nostalgic about the history. But she goes, well, no, I want that. I'm like, well, get a fucking time machine and go back to the future. I don't <laughs> Uh, we're not dead yet. No, we're not dead yet. Clearly, we're not dead yet. And that's the thing. I'm not afraid of death. Death does not scare me. Life scares the fuck out of me most of the time. <laughs> oh, uh, you know something? Since Jason did win the game, let me let me give him something. I did You win. There we go. So let's take our second break. And when I come back, since now we have like fucking 15 people online, let's. I'm going to play another game with you when we come back. You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. On this episode of Real Celebrity Rumors, The Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, but was cancelled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book, Yabba Dabba Doos and do nots. My life, as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in bedrock. 
And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors, the Powerpuff Girls. Sugar, spice, and not everything nice. Hey, this is Russ Gannon, and you're listening to Mark Scalia on Radio Irregardless. What I love about this show is there's nobody here, so there's always plenty of seating. And you are back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And LOL, that clip was good. Plenty of seating here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, that was uh, Russ Gannon of uh, Really good actor in the Boston area and does radio. So he's got a radio voice, which is great. So unlike mine where I don't give a fuck about nothing. But since we got a lot of peeps and we got a bunch of stuff left in the old basket, let's play I Remember That Show. Now, I know we play this. We've been playing this game a lot, so we're wearing the shit out of it, but I absolutely love to play it. I remember the show is a game where I play a theme from a TV show, and you, in fact, have to guess the TV show. Now, again, I do this setup every single time, but when I was a kid, TV show themes went a minute, two minutes, sometimes even three minutes. But now, in today's day and age, every theme is like 10 seconds. (laughs) So, here's a theme. You should get this one. Old TV show. Used to love it. Made a bunch of movies because of it. How about this? interrupt the song for one specific reason the fucking comment because i want to read all the comments that you fucking crazy people are putting down uh kim said i'm on my phone so super no super duper internet connection of course she was the first one that answered um karen said am i which is close uh, so i think i may give it to karen but kim said mission impossible karen then retyped mission impossible jason said were we supposed to answer something Karen said, LOL, Jason. And like you said, my three sons. (laughs) Which we have played before, but just not tonight. And uh, I wanted to play it because, yes, this message will self-destruct in 10 seconds. But let's see. I really got to give that to Karen. I think think Karen got that right. Yeah, I would say that. Karen got that first. You got it, dude. So Karen is up to one with mission impossible how about this let's say uh i use this clip all the time
It's not Benson. Lackey got it with what's happening. Correct. <laughs> I use it for the happening now intro. <laughs> Almost a minute, Hill Street Blues. <laughs> Bow. Bow. Sounds like you're at a hockey game. There we go. That is the What's Happening theme. And... I think Lackey got it first. Lackey, you did get it first. You get this. Dynamite! Ooh, that was way too fucking loud. <laughs> but well-deserved. So one for Karen, one for Lackey. I One of my favorite shows as a kid. Absolutely loved it. This theme is a minute and 12, and I'm going to see how fast you can respond. Marshall, Will, and Holly On the routine expedition Met the greatest earthquake ever known. High on the ground. Not Magnum P.I. It struck their tiny raft. Oh! Yes. It's not lost in space. <laughs> to the land. Now, why does the land of the lost have a banjo? <laughs> Is that a kazoo? The fucking kazoo. That was a Sid and Marty Croft production right there, I think. The banjo could never be invented by dinosaurs because dinosaurs had small hands. <laughs> that show was cheesy. Chaka was the worst, and Chaka's little fucking family. And uh, the Slee Stacks, to this day, I called, I used to call my wife Slee Stack all the time. <laughs> I used to go, <laughs> I used to do a joke about it. And because uh, this, uh, when they, they, I don't know if you guys know, the first show from that theme, they had it in the 70s. And then in the early 90s, they did a remake. They, re they did a remake of Land of Lost TV show. And they were still playing it on Saturday mornings when we had Saturday morning cartoons. And I did jokes about it in my stand-up act because the Slee Stacks looked more like lizards in the new one, and they spoke. And the only Slee Stack that could speak was Enoch. And Enoch was a cool fucking Slee Stack. And I used to love the Slee Stacks. They had the little fucking, like, three fingers, like a big claw thumb, and the cone in their ass. <laughs> they would... And they had those little mini crossbows that shot like three feet. <laughs> Fucking loved it. Jason said, who got Land of Lost first? Let's say. I think, ooh, Kim. No, Kim, 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 Kim got it right. Kim got it first. How you doing? So Jason has one. Karen has one. Kim has one. Wait a minute. Did Lackey get one? Oh, no. Wait a minute. I, I, I misspoke. Let me go back now. Because I played. How many did I play? Karen got Mission Impossible. Lackey got What's Happening. And Kim got Land of the Lost. So, so far, Jason's a little light on the party. 
Make that sound again. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, and I remember it in the the T Rex was uh, grumpy, and they had an Allosaurus, which they called Allison, which made fucking sense. I think there was a Stegosaurus in the, in the show too, but they, it was like a pet, and they did. Then they had a little baby dinosaur. Remember the little baby dinosaur that they kept kept as a pet it was a little Brontosaurus, which Brontosaurus doesn't exact, you know. And I, that's why they play the Flintstone theme. Because the brontosaurus, from when I was a kid, brontosaurus was the fucking brontosaurus. And then apparently, I don't know, like 15, 20 years ago, no more brontosaurus. It's now an apatosaurus because they were putting the wrong head on the animal, which, what the fuck, guys? I understand it's a bunch of bones, but if all the bones are together, try to figure some shit out before you start calling something something. I remember when they would fall off a cliff or something, and then you could see... They're flat butts. Oh, the dinosaurs? Oh, no. <laughs> the sleigh stacks. Space giants. Space giants from the 60s? I don't know. The only show I really remember from the 60s was Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man. I was a big Bugs Bunny guy, so I was watching Bugs Bunny. It was a Japanese sci-fi. No, I don't remember Space Giants. I remember Battle of the Planets, which was the coolest fucking show ever. Goldar. Oh, Goldar. Yeah. I think that's... Well, wait a minute. Goldar was uh, one of the Power Rangers bad guys. Goldar. Yeah, he was one of the bad... It made, they b- Believe me, the fucking Japanese stole everything. <laughs> they just kept recycling everything. It's... Oh, I'll play this. I was a big fan of Speed Racer. Absolutely love Speed Racer. I have so many Speed Racer songs. This is the original Speed Racer. Two minutes. <laughs> This is the, the Japanese version. Jason, go fuck yourself. Speed race is stupid. Called Maka Gogo. Yeah. This is from the movie. The Speed Racer movie. Which I didn't like, but I love this song. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 50, but I love my fucking cartoons. It's like, it's like, it's like a Spanish trumpet. Yeah, it sounds like Herb Albert. It's like Spanish guitar. Now it gets intense. Marco, go. I'm in the car a lot, and I play a lot of these when I'm driving, especially in traffic. I want to hurt somebody. Let's pick it up. Hit the gas! Oh, 
See, that isn't even my favorite version. This is my favorite version. That's a long way to go for a punchline. <laughs> Due to the rights of everybody owning different soundtracks, I have to talk over them <laughs> so they don't have to pay anybody. <laughs> like I can play, I can play it for ten to fifteen seconds, and then I have to talk about it, or I have to talk over it, or I have to underplay it like this. <laughs> Try to win this race fair and square. You have beaten us, Speed Racer, but I solemnly swear you will pay for our defeat. I love the VO. We will race you again. Soon. No. And, and we, we will beat, beat you. you. Your ratings just drop because you, <laughs> the longer you play Speed Racer stuff. <laughs> Playing it and look now that's speaking Japanese. <laughs> there's a very there's a very interesting techno version as well that came out in '98. <laughs> Absolutely love this one. Then we'll go back to the game. And of course, I've told you the story. The reason I loved it is a couple well, a couple reasons I love it. Oh, by the way, the Bruins have tied it all up four to four. This baby might go to overtime. The reason I loved it. What do you mean you're out of here? Wait a minute. Let me explain the story. The reason I love. Let me tell you why I love Speed Racer. And, and now you'll understand why I love it so much. Two reasons. Why? Because the car was called the Mark, Mach 5. But when I was a kid and I'm from Boston, <laughs> Mark is Mark and Mach is Mach. So when they said it's the Mach 5, I thought it was me. Because Bostonians don't pronounce an R. And Mach 5 is five times the speed of sound, which I didn't realize. I thought it was Mark. And that, and I love the chuck, 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 chuck. I love when it jumps something. Had all these special features. And it, it jumps shit, which is fucking cool. And the other thing I remember is I, was, I grew up poor in the projects. And um, my mother would be home when my dad, uh, it was just me and my sister. My brother wasn't born yet. And I remember watching Speed Racer with my mom and playing marbles on the on the floor. And it's just, a, it's a really good memory. So every time I hear the Speed Racer, I think of that, or at least it reminds me of it, and that's what it is. So when the fucking ratings, fuck it. Let's break that speed record. Let's break that all right, so that's enough of that. Let's just let's break that speed record. All right, we're good. <laughs> we're totally good. So that's the story about that. So here we go. We got one left. I hope you guys are keeping score because I've lost track. <laughs> I completely lost track. This is a fucking gimme. Here's the story. I, and that's all you need. It's Jason three to one. 
Like their mother. <laughs> if you you get here's a story. The brain punch now stop. <laughs> he was he was busy with three boys of his own. <laughs> Ow my nose. Ow my nose. Ow my nose. And they knew that it was much more He's, I'm out of here. He's freaking you out because you're on dope. Everybody. What's this? I'm out of here. You know what, Mark? Now I don't feel bad sending you the two girls one cup video. Really? Wait a minute. Speed Rager is more torturous than two girls in one cup? God, you're insane. You get issues. Anyway, a comic friend of mine did this joke. He goes, Mike Brady, great father, horrible architect. <laughs> He's got six kids, three boys and three girls, each share in a room. <laughs> he goes, He's got Alice living off the kitchen in a broom closet. And he goes, He's got. And they got a living room you could land a fucking plane in. <laughs> Speed Racer plus Brady Bunch. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's see. Who got that one right? Kim got that one right. So I will give Kim this. Looking good. There we go. Now, we got, since we're on the family theme. Oh, we're on the family theme. Hello, world. Hear the song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. And since Jason's smoking weed, here we go. We'll make you happy. Talk about a family that didn't look anything like anybody. Like, and they were all fucking weird ages. It's like, how did that happen? And none of them were adopted, if memory serves. <laughs> Shirley Partridge had like seven kids. When did, you know, you're going to have to form a fucking band. Jason got the Brady Bunch. <laughs> and none of it, nobody looked like each other. They didn't. I think it was Kevin and Lori were dating, I think. And Danny Bonaducci, a fucking redhead out of nowhere. Really? Yeah. Somebody should have figured that fucking show. There were more questions brought up about the 60s shows. <laughs> Forget about the themes. <laughs> yeah, David Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, I think I love you, which we uh, paid tribute to him a couple weeks ago. And then, of course, the very last one. Oh, it just so happens to coincide with the number I have. Uh, dun, 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 dun. All right. You may not get this one. Come on. There you go. And the Bruins are up 5-4. This theme is three minutes and three seconds. Congratulations, Lackey. 
Uh, oh, actually, technically, Jason got it first. Because he said uh, San Ford with two R's and son. So, yes, Jason got it first. And, yes, there there is a lot of dust. I There's a shit ton of dust in my house. That was the Eagles. Look completely off topic. Does anybody else else notice more uh, more dust in the house during the springtime of the year? It, there's a lot of dust everywhere. <laughs> this is the second verse. Ooh, it's getting funky. I hate you heathens. <laughs> it's a minute and a half. Still got a minute and a half to go. Red Fox getting crazy up in his bitch. Lamont, you big dummy. Get that harmonica out your ass. He's great. My high school chemistry teacher was greedy. Magical sexual plant dust. Oh, pollen is sexual plant dust? Wow. Maybe I should be drinking tonight. <laughs> this is another show nobody questioned. He's raising a son in a fucking junkyard. Did nobody... <laughs> oh. It picks back up again. Couple more seconds. <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. It's the big one. <laughs> I don't know who got that one right, but it it was fun. <laughs> you know, some somebody got it right, so we'll give you this. You got it, dude. All right, here's what I'm gonna do. I don't have the time to fuck it. What is it? I'm gonna watch The Handmaid's Tale after this. Worst tr- transition ever. Oh, thank you, Lackey. Wish more people were here. The show was fun. <laughs> Here's the thing. If more people were here, it wouldn't be as fun. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's take a third and final break. When I come back, I'll tell you where I'm going to be this weekend. You're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you are back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I I would declare that everybody was the winner on that one. (laughs) 
I would declare that. So uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you where I'm going to be this weekend. And uh, it's been a fun show, guys. I mean, I, I believe it. I, I mean, again, I'm fighting off some kind of weird depression thing, but I hope spring makes everybody happier and, and you know, the weather turns. And, Kim, happy birthday on tomorrow. And I know 40 is a big one, and some people, some people get depressed about 40. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, not so much guys get depressed. I think women get depressed at 40 for some reason. But, I mean, it's hard. It's, you know, people go, hey, it's the big 40 because you're not 30 anymore and you can't hang and, you know, something like that. And everything changes and blah, blah, fucking blah, blah. I don't know. So maybe I'll feel better. But I want everybody to feel good. And you guys made me feel good tonight, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, 40s are awesome. You know, I'm looking forward to 50s. I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to bring in my life and, you know, maybe some good things and, you know, maybe some new experiences. It, 40s, uh, 40s of the best. Yeah, you know, some 30s were a good decade for me. I'm excited. Foxy 40. <laughs> you know what you do? Just take all your clothes off and run around. That's all. And show everybody. Go, I'm 40. Arrest me, fuckers. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. Hey, uh, tomorrow, which is Thursday, every decade gets better. I hope so. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, I am uh, off for the night. Friday, I may do the club run. I've got nothing scheduled, but I may do a club run. Saturday, I'm way up in Maine at Naples, Maine, for the Naples Fire Department doing a, a fundraiser. And then Sunday, playing locally, testing out some new material at Oscar's Pinatas. And it is. It's Oscar's Pinatas. It's both. <laughs> Both pluralizations. So that's where I'm going to be this weekend. Hey, uh, as always, if you want to be a sponsor, guest, leave a question or comment, email the show radioirregardless at gmail.com. You can even call the hotline, leave a message, 978-219-9294. Next week is May 2nd. we got a good show. I'm going to try to schedule a guest. I'm going to bring on. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next this week. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises. And copyrighted 2018, all rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello.